You are about to embark on a journey. A journey where your worst fears become reality. A journey where hell is not below us, but amongst us. Don't be afraid, relax, and take a seat while I open the box of horrors. Good afternoon, horror story junkies, and welcome back to Box of Horrors. My name's Israel Johnson, and I'm your host. So today we're going to be reading a story about, well, to be honest, I don't know what it's about because I couldn't find a description of it online, but I know it's by Darcy Coates and it's titled Skin House. This title sounds very intriguing to me and I think it'll be a great story, especially it being written by Darcy Coates. So before we jump right in, just a heads up, I I believe pretty soon I'll be changing up the artwork on the podcast, so just look out for that maybe within the next two to three weeks. So if you're searching for the podcast and you think it's lost, just look for the name Box of Horrors and that should solve that. I'm looking for a uh, type of artwork that's a little bit different, and this one's, the the artwork I have right now is, it's alright, I like it, you know, the person who designed it did a great job, but I think I want something a little bit more it, if you know what I'm saying. Anyway... That's enough talking. Let's jump right into the story, and I'll see you guys at the end. Cold skin, caressed Ron awake. He glanced towards the mottled hand draped across the pillow, squeezed his eyes closed, and rolled away from it. The fingers twitched, seemingly beckoning him back. He dipped his feet over the edge of the bed. Something scraped his toes as he slid them inside his slippers, and he recoiled with a barely muffled gasp. He turned the shoes over, and a dozen human molars clattered to the floor. Some rolled under the bed, others glittered on the polished wood. He considered not wearing the slippers, then resolutely pulled them over his feet and went to the bathroom. If you relent, you lose. Three human fingers lay in the toothbrush holder. He ignored them as he took out his brush, even though one of them curled over at his touch. Ron watched his own face as he scrubbed his teeth. Human skin had been stretched over the wall behind him and it pulsed from the effects of a non-existent heart, but he didn't stare at it. The shower had hair tangled in its shower head. He tried pulling it free, but it had been woven through the tiny holes and refused to come out. Showering would still be possible, but it would mean letting the long, wet curls brush across his back. It was too much, even for him. He dressed and went downstairs. A human head stared at him from the second shelf of his fridge. It had been there the day before, too, and the mottled skin 
seemed to be puckering from where the refrigerated air was drying it. The blanched white eyes twitched to follow his movements as he retrieved leftover pizza. The flesh was blackening around the severed neck, and rotting fluid seeped from its open mouth, but he ignored it. He knew what was happening. It had happened to his mother, too. She'd been consigned to the madhouse before his eighth birthday, where she incessantly screamed about her blankets being made of human flesh and fingernails scratching over her legs as she sat in her chair. Insanity. If you give in to it, you lose. You go to the madhouse. You scream until you die. Ron sat at the small kitchen table and ate his pizza. A dismembered tongue rested among the stack of unopened letters, its moisture soaking into and discoloring the paper. Unlike his mother, he was holding it together. He'd inherited her insanity, but he'd learned from his mistakes, too. He wouldn't go shrieking to his neighbors about human body parts littering his home. As long as he kept his experiences to himself, the men in the white coats would have no reason to visit. Will it eventually go away, or will it be like this forever? Something wet dripped onto his hand. He refused to look towards the ceiling. He didn't want to see what was seeping onto him. Instead, he dried his fingers on a tissue and shifted the chair a foot to the left. I'm not sure how long I can keep this up. It had started a week previously when he'd found a severed toe on his living room floor. He'd almost called the police over it, except the toe had twitched. That clue had told him it was all in his head. If he called the police, they would come, and when he pointed at the twitching member, they would see nothing, and so he had to keep quiet about it. He had to ignore the steadily growing collection of human parts appearing around his home, to not let anyone suspect that he was cracking apart inch by inch. It was Monday. He would need to be at the school in an hour to welcome his class. The previous Friday, just before leaving for the day, he'd found an ear in his drawer. He'd managed to squash any reaction that would alert his students, but he was dreading what he might find there that morning. How bad will it get? There's more of it every day. Will my home eventually turn into nothing but an unholy collection of human fragments? He shook his head and closed his eyes. No, these images, these smells, these sensations, they're all in your head. They're not real. No matter how real they seem, you can endure. Just don't crack. Don't let anyone know. Faint, sing-song chimes ran through the hallway. Ron stood and turned towards the door. He could see a uniformed figure through the frosted glass. A delivery man, young and cradling a parcel, waited outside. Stay calm. Stay normal. 
Ron approached the door, then recoiled as his feet landed in something soft. The skin from a human's torso was draped over the hallway runner. He'd squashed it just above the belly button. It took immense willpower not to make a noise. He kept moving, stepping over the flesh and reaching for the door handle. Smile, Ron. He coached himself and exposed his teeth as he pulled open the door. Mr. Kilborn, the delivery man asked, holding out his clipboard, a parcel for... What the hell? Ron followed the man's gaze. He was looking inside the apartment, his jaw slack and his eyes bulging as he stared at the pulsing flesh covering the carpet. Oh, Ron said, uncertain whether to laugh or cry. Do you see it too? This is why I love Darcy Coates' writing. Very brilliant, very descriptive, very touching, and very telling. That was Skin House, ladies and gentlemen. I was beginning to think that he was just possibly just imagining it all and... I thought that maybe he was going to get paranoid and lash out, but he was so far gone in his own head that he didn't even realize what was reality and he couldn't differentiate from what wasn't. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed that story as much as I did reading it for the first time. Once again, my name's Israel Johnson. This is Box of Horrors. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you guys next week. I don't want to be a rusty suit of armor. Shallow thinking far behind. I can feel the darkness in your shadows, and the melting of ice behind your trouble.
Without your 